2: This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN, New
3: York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. Well, let me put this question to all of you. Simply and directly. And you can call in right away at one 337 6666 Can anyone explain to me why e-gaming is to be considered as a real sport? Now, I'm not denying that e-gaming is extremely popular and definitely on the rise with kids everywhere. Of that, there's no question. The numbers are... Quite frankly, staggering, not just here, but around the world. So, yes, I know it's hot, but that's not my question. What I want to know is why is e-gaming being so eagerly embraced by high school athletic associations and being categorized as a varsity sport? Okay, look, look, I know I'm an old school kind of guy. And yes, I saw the article in The New York Times this past week about how e-gamers are now being taught how to eat properly and how to get enough sleep, how to meditate, even working with sports psychologists all about improving their game and their approach to their activity. But forgive me, isn't e-gaming still just a matter of eye-hand coordination with one's fingers and thumbs? There just doesn't seem to be any physical exertion involved. And I think most people associate sports with breaking a sweat and working hard. In fact, if you look up the very definition of sport, the very first line that pops up on Google is, quote, an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. To me, e-gaming is a skill and it's not a sport. And again, I'm curious, I'm taking a A position on this this morning, I want to get your thoughts about this and explain to me where I'm wrong about this. I mean, perhaps the closest comparison would be golf. I mean, golf is a game of skill, like e-gaming, but even in golf, you still have to walk the course, and ideally, you're going to break a sweat doing that. Bowling is a varsity sport, too, but here again, you have to at least pick up a heavy ball many times and aim it down the alley. So my question is, why have so many state athletic associations lined up to adopt e-gaming as a high school varsity sport? What, what am I missing here? One eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. 337 I want to get into this because, you know, I, I fully recognize that e-gaming like, like Fortnite and League of Legends, they're booming in terms of their popularity, particularly with younger people. And again, that's not in dispute here. What we're looking at here is high school competitors in Fortnite, they now can get a varsity letter, a varsity jacket. Do they put that on their college application with great pride? I mean, states now are beginning to debate, okay, how do we set up state championships and, and, uh, and league championships all in the activity, that's how I'm going to call it, of e-gaming? I assume we'll eventually end up having all county and all state teams e gaming as well. Is this correct? Is this right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm concerned about this because I don't know where this is going, and I don't know why there's such, as I said, the impetus seems to be coming from a lot of high school athletic associations uh, at the state level and the national level who want to embrace this. It's as simple as that. So let's talk about this one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's uh, let's start our conversation the morning, this morning with uh, Eric out in Ronkonkoma on the island. Eric, good morning. You're on the fan. Hi. How are you? Good, Eric.
4: Um, okay. I was just. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's more of a skill set. Uh, my my son, he's thirteen. He's a big gamer. Yep. On there, he's, he's he. You know, Fortnite's the big item, obviously, and and. I, you know, I don't consider it any kind of real exercise of physical exertion at all. I mean, I got—I was, I was telling the producer, I got to get him up and nudge him out the door to get him to go to karate. I mean, it's—you uh, know—it's it, really more of an, an addiction type deal than than I think a sport.
3: Interesting, use the word addiction, Eric. I mean, I. I... I think a lot of parents of teenagers are, are having the same kind of concerns that you are that you're looking at your, your youngster and they're, yeah, they're quote unquote addicted to this activity. The kids love it, they can't get enough of it. The way the games are constructed, it's meant to be addictive because you want to go to the next level. But is it, I mean, that's why I said, I don't understand why so many high schools are saying, oh, yeah, this is going to be a varsity sport. We see that there's a real popular theme for these kids. How, how do you yeah, see the, that? The only
4: reason- well, I, I I think the reason why I think they want to look at it that way, one, because it it, it seems to be an easy way to to get people together and, and categorize it as a team. Yeah. On it, there's it, no real effort on any coach's part. I mean, I, I would I would be almost positive that there's no coach that really knows more about this stuff than the kids do. You're right. So it'd be real real easy to assemble a group of kids and form a team, so to speak.
3: Yeah, I've got the sense, as you said, the kids sort of say, well, we sort of – and we do this team play competition. We sort of work with each other, and we're sort of learning our own quote-unquote leadership skills, but we don't have a coach. So – and that's, exactly. a, that's a good point that, you know, don't all varsity programs need to have a coach to instruct these kids? Maybe the, the, the sport has been around so so few years that there aren't any coaches available who can actually teach these kids. I, I, I don't know. But, again, the fact is, as, you're, as you said right from the get-go – you got to sort of push your kid out the door to get some exercise. That that's right. That concerns me because
4: right. I mean, they, they they My 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 kids went out outside just to throw the basketball around a little bit, and I mean that thrilled me to death. But when you know when he was done, he went right back onto the uh, onto the <laughs> Xbox. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's 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 tough. I I can definitely understand that, but I I wouldn't consider it a sport, quite Got honestly. It. And 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 I'm a bowler. I'll put it that way. And you
3: already mentioned that. So. <laughs> okay, hey, Eric. Thank you for the call. Appreciate That's the comment. Day. You too. Uh, let's move on. Let's go over to uh, to Mike in uh, in Somerset, New Jersey. Mike. Uh, good morning. You're on the fan.
5: Hey. Good morning. Yes, Mike. Uh, I have a um, uh, my indicator for what is a sport and what is not a sport is. If it's anything that you can uh, drink and smoke while doing, it's not a sport. And unfortunately, that's going to annoy a lot of people uh, making their way to the links this morning yeah. because that includes bowling and golf. They're not sports, uh, but I had an argument with a NASCAR friend of mine. And auto racing is a sport. Yeah, you know, you, you're not going to drop an ash on your lap while you're doing, <laughs> you know, 200 miles an hour. Yeah, that's but true. But you sure as- and you sure as can, and and they do it all the time. I'm sure half the people at, at the links have a couple of beers in their bag, and uh, you, know, you know, I'm sorry, this isn't a sport because you know when they go to the next level, they can they can quaff down some sugary beverage and and you know a handful of Pringles chips. Yeah, well, no, we got too many, we got too much obesity in this country. That's a Bad thing. I'm sorry.
3: Mike, <laughs> like, interesting observations. Thank you. You know, and, and, you know, I did think about NASCAR because that's always a question. That, well, you know, somebody's sitting in a car, you're going 200 miles an hour, and but you know, the car's doing all the work, the, the, the machinery, the engine, Not, but that's not really true. You have to really be totally attuned to how you're driving the, the car. Uh, obviously, they don't have NASCAR at the high school level. At least I don't think they do. But the point is that, you know, uh, to Mike's Perspective on this, I mean, it's 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 really trying to figure out exactly where this all fits into the grand scheme of things. And as I said, a lot of states in the in the nation are running up to embracing and have already said, "Yeah, we're going to recognize e-gaming as a varsity sport." And I don't know if that's actually making progress or going backwards or sideways. I I just don't know if that's the where we want to go. And as I said, I'm trying to get my feeling as to why people are, are behind this. Let's go to uh, Steve in Oak Ridge. You're up next, Steve. You're on the fan.
2: Hey, how you doing? Good morning.
3: Good morning, Steve.
2: I would, uh, I would consider it a sport, you know, piggybacking off the last caller. Yeah. Uh, if you want to consider NASCAR a sport, you know, that's more gross motor skill than it is fine. And, you know, I mean, these guys, they work hard. I don't want to actually not work hard, but they put a lot of time in to, uh, tune their settings correctly,
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: and and they work on their their small hand skill. And it might not be strenuous, but it is mentally and physically exhausting. I play baseball. I play hockey. And, you know, that's more of a workout. But I come home and I'll hop on my Xbox because I'm a young kid, 22 years old. Right. And I'll play for a couple hours, and it's just like it feels like it takes more out of me than after I just played a ball game or a hockey game just looking at a screen. And maybe it's just because it's not my thing and I can't get into it as much as guys, but, I mean, they put their time in like any other person, and if it keeps high school kids off the streets by giving them a varsity jacket, and something to do after school, I'm all for it. Call it whatever.
3: Steve, what about the, uh, you talking about the, 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 the mental stress and strain of this. Would you consider chess to be the same kind of mental strain, and should chess be a varsity sport too?
2: Absolutely. I know my high school offered a chess program. Mm-hmm. I mean, they give, they give varsity jackets to, to band members right now, and, you know. Okay. It's, it's...
3: I, I hear you. And I said, I don't, I don't have an answer for this. I'm just trying to just say, that I, I hear you saying that perhaps the time has come to reevaluate traditional sports in this country. I mean, I, I would, I just said, you say you play baseball and hockey, which obviously involves a great deal of exercise and physical, uh, physical exertion. But you're also saying there's some exertion involved with playing an E game, correct? Correct.
2: Well, okay. Um, maybe, not, maybe not on the same spectrum, but, I mean, there's definitely something there that mm-hmm. get in your head.
3: I hear you. Okay. Steve, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. And, and, you know, that's what we're talking about. Maybe, as I said, I started the show this morning asking for some sort of, like, sense of, okay, we know a lot of states are, are into this now. I mean, right now, uh, e-gaming, e-gaming is an official high school varsity sport. In the following states, New Mexico, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Georgia, Rhode Island, Kentucky, Alabama, and Mississippi, it's also fully recognized and embraced as a sport by the National Federation of High School Sports, which is the unofficial governing body of all sports in this country. And the question I have is why? I mean, again, I realize I come at this from an old school kind of perspective, But it doesn't seem to match up with the the traditional terms of what it means to be out competing for a sport. And I understand, as the last caller just mentioned, that, you know, well, you sit in front of a a, a computer screen. Your Xbox is on. You're trying to compete and get into it and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, and he says it's exhausting, at the end of the day, I'm thinking, yeah, but it's not really exhausting because you've been out running sprints or or trying to out-compete somebody on, on a playing field, or basketball court, or baseball diamond. It's just you're sitting in front of a computer screen. Um, and I'm wondering as to why. Is it because all the high schools out there feel compelled to say, let's make this more inclusive. Let's make as many kids as possible to say they're playing a varsity sport. As he just said, Steve said before, you know a lot of high schools put band members as varsity jackets, uh, or people perhaps in the chess program. I've never thought a chess team or chess club was a varsity sport, but maybe it is. Anyhow, 1-877-337-6666. I want to get your thoughts about this because I'm having some difficulties, as I said, trying to get my arms around this. Okay, let me take a, a timeout. Uh, John Minko has your update. When I return, I'll go right back to your calls. Stay with me. Radio- Back here on the sports edge, we're talking this morning about the ongoing debate as to whether e gaming, gaming, uh, you know, using computers, playing video games, is now to be seriously considered as a high school varsity sport, comparable, I guess, to football, basketball, baseball, whatever. And we're taking your calls at 1 877 337 6666. As I mentioned in the first segment, E-gaming is now an official high school sport, a varsity sport, in a number of states, uh, New Mexico, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Georgia, Rhode Island, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi, and it's fully recognized by the National Federation of High School Sports. And there's a lot of talk right now in New Jersey and and, uh, New York about making it into a varsity sport as well. Uh, The NCAA has not really... They're sort of waiting on the sidelines about this because of the consideration. Two things. One is that that a lot of e gamers, you know, go pro when they're you know they're in high school and they get paid for this uh, for their activities online. And of course, once you get paid, you become a professional, and you really can't take that into college. The college still insist, of course, that you not be a professional and to play in the NCAA. And there's also this other lingering concern which we can talk about as well. I mean, the, the the content of a lot of these video games, and trust me, I'm hardly an expert in this, but I know enough to know that a lot of this is about shooting up people and a lot of uh, violence uh, on in these games. Uh, and, you know, the question is, you know, is this an appropriate kind of um, vehicle or form, uh, you know, for high schools and colleges to get behind and embrace this in a big way? Okay, let's... Let's continue with our debate. Let's Our next up on is, uh, is Matt from Farmingville. Matt, good morning. You're on the fan.
6: Hey, good morning, Rick. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah, Matt. Um, so I'm a, I'm a little... Hello?
5: Mm-hmm. Go oh, ahead, Matt. You there?
6: I feel like I'm on the other side of the spectrum so far from what I'm listening to. Uh-huh. Uh, so I am actually a content creator on Facebook. Um, I've been in the video game industry for the past 10 years, and what's going on right now in Long Island... Uh, up and coming in New Jersey and what we're seeing around the world um, excites me because times are changing. I mean, I grew up playing baseball, football, hockey. I'm actually on my way to Sunday morning softball right now. And hearing that video games and, and other um, um, sports right now are being considered uh, varsity video games are, they're not easy. Um, It's, And I'd like to have a conversation and hear what you think about this. You know, the people that right now are sitting down making uh, a lot of money playing this both young and old, they're taking it seriously. I mean, there's a kid on Long Island right now that um, approximately made $200,000 last year from playing that game Fortnite. And it's, it's not just Fortnite. There's FIFA. There's Madden tournaments. There are a lot of... Um, other video games or but other Matt, games me, out there. Matt, let me, me ahead, stop you there. Ahead. I'm all over the place. I apologize. Yeah, go I'm ahead.
3: saying we know, we know, and the first thing I said this morning was we know it's popular. It's a popular activity. Yeah. We know that gambling is a popular activity. But nobody's <laughs> suggesting that gambling is a sport. And my question to but you pretty, is, you know, how is this a sport? And you said you played traditional sports as a kid. Yeah. How How is this now a sport? I mean, how, how, does, this, how does this classify in the same way as uh, other traditional sports?
6: I think there's a lot of different ways you can classify sports. You know, I think there was a gentleman who said, uh, b- before, you know, addicting. Well, well, when it comes to sports, I know I practice six, seven, eight hours a day uh, on the weekends or going after school, you know, going to varsity practice for, for baseball and football. Well, same thing with these kids now going to play whether it's Fortnite, whether it's Madden or just, you know, video games. Right. There is a, a competition aspect of it. There is a strategy aspect of it there is a practice aspect of it. Um, you know, they are bringing nutrition and other things into it so people don't, um, you know, uh, do stupid things while they're, while they're playing it. So if you start generalizing and start connecting the dots to another story, even though there is no, you know, push-to-shove physical activity to it, there is those things I mentioned before, the competition, the practice, the strategizing, things of that nature to... To,
3: um, yeah, but I can make the same. It's cla- to win
6: against competition.
3: I can make the same uh, case for chess that it's competition, there's strategy that it's you stay at it and so on and so forth. I mean, I don't. So just, but it's no physical activity. You,
6: agreed, agreed. So are you on the side? And I may have missed it when I was on hold. Are you on the side that sport uh,
3: that chess isn't a sport? Chess is not a sport. No, sport, chess is okay. Is an activity. It's a skill. Uh, but it, to me, and again, honest is all very personal. Depends on how how you view. Uh, you know, this kind of, uh, you know, these kind of uh, topics. But yeah. to me, Matt, it, it's not a sport. It's a wonderful skill. It's a wonderful game. But it's not it's not a sport. And I sort of look upon the same thing with video games, that it's a, it's a skill. I know people like to play it. But people like to play chess, too. But it's not a <laughs> sport. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. I look, Thank you for the call. Let me move on to some other calls. Yeah. As well. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate to call it. This. Thank you. you. Take care. Let's, uh, let's go to another proponent of... Um, a video games is a sport, Sean, in, in uh, Teton Falls, New Jersey. Sean, what do you think? Tell me why it's a sport.
7: Uh, good morning. I here, I'm going to give you my my argument for it being a sport for three
0: reasons. Mm-hmm. You have
7: pre- preparation, okay, that these kids take. All right, you have the competition, and believe it or not, they have officiating at these tournaments.
3: Okay. There,
7: there are officials there. So, you have three components. You could actually make an argument. You have players. You have a dedicated. You have a, a, a dedicated competition, yep. and you have an. And you have an official. But here's here's my other argument as well. Why they're I think they're considering this a varsity sport is that you've you've had your caller say to you most of the morning as I've been listening. There's an incredible revenue stream that's going to be opened up. Okay. An enor- an enormous revenue stream, and the high schools want to get on board. And once the NCA once NCAA, NCAA figures out how they can make money on this you'd rest assured they're going to figure out how to how to how to get this involved as well and the, the the amount of money that this makes is enormous they're oh, building I, a facility building that. a facility they're building a facility in Philadelphia alone all right. A 4,000 seat facility that you're spending millions of dollars on just for this. Sean, I,
3: I know that. I know that. I mean, I, we all accept the fact that we know that, the, the, that they're making huge. Uh, the popularity is unprecedented. We know that uh, there are television shows. The, the kids in college and high school flock to these events uh, and can't wait to sit in the audience or watch it online to see. I mean, we get all that. My question is not about how popular sport this this event is, but you know why is it should be considered a sport? And that's that's I just, where I, I
7: just gave you, I just gave you three. The, three I know you told
3: me a okay. preparation, competition, and officiating. I could make the same case that well, that happens with chess too. There's officials. There's obviously somebody's watching over the chessboard. There's competition. You're competing against an opponent, and you preparation you prepare for a chess match as well, uh, or even for a debate for that matter. So I'm I'm being obviously very cagey about this. Because I just—that's
7: uh, fine. You create. You no, know, that's what that's what Sunday mornings are for. You create a dynamic <laughs> and, a, and a good argument. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, well, you know what? I actually have to go okay. umpire a baseball game. So <laughs> thank you for your time.
3: <laughs> sure, thanks. Okay, and yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're going to go exercise. Uh, you're going to go umpire a baseball game. That's good. And yeah, we're debating this. It's as simple as that. In fact, let's turn. Let's turn to our Hall of Famer, uh, Coach Jack Out of Fairlawn. Jack, I have a feeling I know what you're going to tell me about, about e-gaming as a sport.
8: <laughs> well, Rick, it is amazing. First of all, you're gonna, that person that just called in, you're going to exert yourself more by standing behind that catcher all day than you will ever playing a video game. <laughs> the, one thing, the one thing that these people are forgetting, look up the definition of sport, physical, not mental. There's a big difference between physical exertion and mental exertion, okay? You know, it's funny because when we dream sometimes, you know, our body doesn't know that the dream is not true. That's why visualization in in athletics is so important because you can visualize and actually tell your muscles what to do without ever doing it, but it doesn't make it a physical sport, all right? I mean, I did, I, I opened this up. I wish you had an hour to give me here, Rick, but um, I opened this up to some friends during the week, and it went viral with all my friends. It was an amazing topic. And the, the definition of sport is physical exertion and, two, competition. Now, I have no doubt in my mind that video gaming isn't competitive. But in England, they did a study, and Prince Harry banned... Fortnight from England, actually from every school and schoolyard in the country of England. And the reason is he found it to be addicting. So if we are going, and he said, he quoted himself, I'm quoting him by him saying that it is more addicting, his study, more addicting than alcohol and drugs. Yep. And here's the problem with it. In England, there were 200 people, 200 couples between the months of January and September in 2018, that were divorced because of video games and Fortnite. And the problem is, is that it is a game. It is an activity. So make it that. To make it a sport, you have to do one thing. You have to change the definition of what athletics and sport are. Physical exertion. Listen. If this, is a, if this is a sport, if this is something that they consider physical exertion, because that's the definition of sport, athletics, then I'm going to tell you something, thumb wrestling and picking your nose should be a varsity sport, <laughs> all right? So, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm amazed, and I understand, I understand the gamers, I really do, but Make it another activity in school. Make it a club, a a productive, you know, you can't make it athletics because it does not fit the definition. That's it. I mean, I I did research during the week, Rick, hoping that I would get on today. And it's amazing that, you know, there's so much out there. But as a varsity sport, should we be, including something, promoting something that becomes addictive, well, that can ruin lives. Jack, and it can I, ruin I, lives, i, I like I, athletics. Well,
3: you, first of all, a couple of things. First of all, uh, I think that's the, the ultimate question is, uh, why would we want our high schools to embrace this activity, which, as you say, has the potential to ruin people's lives? I was not aware of this, this research you found from the U.K. about people ending up getting divorced Based upon complaints, I have of video one games. other thing
8: to say after you're done. Rick. Okay. I have and, one other thing to say.
3: But but I'm saying, and we all know how popular the sport is. And maybe as one of the callers said, well, you know, this is a way for the NCAA perhaps to get you know find a revenue stream here. People always are looking for new ways of, to generate money. But as I said, the, the traditional, and I said this, you know, at the start of the show, the traditional part of of uh, of, of, of of sports is physical exertion. And I know people are saying, yeah, but you've spent two or three hours in front of a computer screen or a monitor and you get just physically exhausted from, you know, keeping up with the, the video game. But that's not physical that's, exertion. That's just like, that's, you know, yeah. that's, just, that's just being busy. That's just trying to pay attention. That's and
8: the constantly. mind. That, Rick, that's the mind, just like dreaming. Yeah. That's the mind telling you you're exerted. Yeah. It's not the body. It's not the muscles. Plus, there's one other thing before I get off. Yep. Yeah and i would love to stay on all day and but the study in england showed one other thing there are more kids becoming violent in the games they're playing on video games all right it's mm-hmm. a study that's been proven that more kids are becoming violent doing violent acts well because of the games that they play jack and, I, I
3: i have seen research about that uh saying that uh, what concerns people uh, psychologists in particular is the lack of empathy that the kids take right. away from these games, and we know, you know, exactly. you know, you wonder, well, of all the all the the mass shootings around the country is this somehow related to video games? Because the the participants don't seem to have any sense of like of what this means to to blow somebody up or or to shoot people, and they get that from their video games. You know, it's very it's a tough it's a tough question, my friend. Sim- simple as that. Oh,
8: it, it definitely is. And one other one other thing about the study was that in that study in England, they tried interviewing you know a lot of gamers, a lot of video people, yep. and a lot of them would not come on. They actually tried to connect. They tried to connect with the company that invented Fortnite. They wouldn't respond to their to their calls. No, no. and you know, and and one of the other things that all these gamers said, just like alcoholics and drug addicts that, oh, I could stop anytime I want, but I don't want to, yeah you know? Jack, that, 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 that's a tough thing, Rick.
3: I hear you. Uh, I'm up against a break, but as always, thank you for your insights and your research. Appreciate it, Jack. Oh,
8: Rick, Rick, great show. Great show, Rick. And that, your and your Wednesday Mawa was excellent.
3: Yeah, I had a, a good time there. Thank you, Jack. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Okay. Rick. We're talking about why so many states in this country are now beginning to get behind e gaming, video games as a varsity sport. And that's what we're talking about today. We're getting lots of good insights and comments from both sides of the aisle on this. Uh, let me take a time out. When I return, I'll go right back to your call. Stay with me. Radio.com radio, radio. 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 Radio.com uh, just a quick uh, shout-out to uh, Brett Copeland and to Mike DeTuro and the Parent Academy at Mawa High School that uh, Jack Smithland had mentioned a few minutes ago. We had a, a, just a grand time uh, with a sports parenting presentation this last week out at Mawa. It was very, very enjoyable, and I thank you all for coming by. Don't forget, you can always check out my thoughts, opinions, and comments on my website at AskCoachWolf.com, and you can certainly follow me on Twitter as well at askcoachwolf. Uh, and don't forget, of course, my book uh, continues to chug along, Secrets of Sports Psychology Revealed. Uh, if you have a youngster who plays sports and is really interested in, in knowing more about the the mental side of sports, this is a book you really, really should have them read. Again, Secrets of Sports Psychology Revealed. Right now we're talking about whether e-gaming, video games, should be recognized as a varsity sport. Uh, you know, I mentioned before... There are at least eight states in the country who have now adopted uh, this as a varsity sport. Uh, the NCAA is still not ruled yet on what they're going to do, uh, but I do agree that a lot has to do with probably you know, the, 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 uh, the revenue stream potential for the NCAA because we know it's a very, very popular activity. We just don't know if that's really, to my way of thinking, uh, being a real sport. Um, and that's what we're taking calls about this morning. I just want to mention, by the way, we know, and I've mentioned this on the show in the past, on several occasions. Bass fishing, bass fishing is regarded as a varsity sport in a number of states in the Midwest in this country. To me, I'm not much of a fisherman, but I would, I would also argue that bass fishing is more of a skill. I mean, anyone that's doing any physical work, any exertion in bass fishing seems to me is the fish. When they get hooked, they then try to escape the fisherman pretty much sits on his butt in the boat. Uh, so that's what I'm looking at here. I mean, to me, I think physical exertion is sort of a core concept when it comes to traditional varsity sports. Let's uh, check with AJ out of Princeton. AJ, what do you think about this being a sport or not?
9: I think you know what I think, Rick.
3: Yeah.
9: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Rick, you know, I, I start off every conversation with you. I'm glad I grew up when I grew up. Yep. Um, and the other thing is, you and I see eye to eye. So I'm not going to be like Jack and get on my soapbox on this, but I, I've i got to agree with just about everything he said. Um, the word that comes to mind to me um, in today's world that really turns me off yep. is, is commercialization. We are getting way too commercialized. Um, so I am totally against this. I mean, I see it every day, and I I called into you several times just talking about the use of cell phones and stuff like that, an addiction, an epidemic. But more than that, it looks stupid when people walk around doing that. You know, so all I'm going to say is I can't stop this, you can't stop it, but let's call it something else. People like you and me are proud of ourselves for being athletes, Mm -hmm. feeling like we're athletes, and I just get the feeling. By the way, here, here's one I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy. Following you, uh, can you imagine in 10 years Ed Randall comes on talking baseball and he's got, um, you know, uh, the proctor, the coach of some major gamers that are on? Can you imagine that being his opening guest <laughs> as things
3: evolve? Well, uh, you know, that. look, we all know things change. We understand that that life is all about change, and we know that things have changed over the years. So who knows what direction this will all go into in the future. However, yeah, I mean, the popularity, A.J., of this activity, we, we that's a given. We know the kids find it uh, either exhilarating or relaxing or connective. I don't know exactly what, but they, they come to this by the millions, and uh, there's a lot of money to be made. The question is, is, is it really a high school sport? And I know how you feel about this. I mean, just as you said, uh, you're happy, you're glad you grew up in the time when you did. But... You know, today, things continue to change. Anyhow, AJ, thank you. Let me get some more calls. Appreciate your, as always, your comments. I'll talk to you soon. Great. Uh, you know, let's, uh, I, I just, it's just, well, let's move on. Let's go to Let's go to Mike in Staten Island. Mike, good morning. You're on the fan.
10: Uh, good morning, Rick. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I've been listening, you know, obviously to the station a long time. I'm, I'm a sports fan, but I'm also a big-time gamer. It's something I'm, like, passionate about. I mean, okay. It's the, something that compelled me to call in this morning good so there's a couple of qualities i think no one's mentioned that maybe not being first-hand gamers that you guys that are not associated with sports that are associated with that no one mentioned are um depth uh for for one and uh well let's talk about depth first about some of these games in that like in baseball and and in sports in general there's um there's there's a lot of variables that can go one way or another like with uh, if you you made a lot of comparisons to chess and stuff right and um so it's it's with with games it can go a lot of different ways i i can't convince you with the with the physical part of it but uh with with the depth with the depth of some of these games um you know, you could, you, there's something sports-like about them.
3: Yeah, but Mike, you can make the same case with chess. Chess is a very cerebral game. Uh, it goes into all sorts of multi-layers and depth. You have to be thinking ahead of your opponent's moves. And, and, I, mean, that's, and I know you're saying that's sort of parallel to gaming, but it, so chess, is we've already decided, is not a varsity sport. It's a, it's a club activity, and it's great. Uh, I'm glad all the kids do it, but it's not the same as physical exertion.
10: Yeah, I know there's
3: there's no physical aspect to it. <laughs> I mean I, I would think that the you know, gamers would come to me and obviously you're into this and say, Look, Rick, if, if you go in a major competition in a video game and you're competing, uh it's gonna take two, three, four hours, when you walk out of and you finally put your, your console down, you're gonna say, Man, I'm exhausted. That was just uh you know, I was I'm just wasted. I gotta really prepare and train mentally and physically, so the next time I compete, i got to be ready to rock and roll and, and be on top of my game. But I don't know if that's—I'm not sure that, that happens in video gaming. That's why I said the article in The Times this past week talked about this new stress on, on, on trying to stay in shape and better sleep patterns and, and better nutrition patterns. But I, I don't—still, it just seems to be more a matter of eye-hand coordination with your thumbs and your fingers, no?
10: I suppose so, yeah.
3: yeah. All right. Mike, thank you for the call. Let me move on. Appreciate it. Uh, Let's go to to Bill over in Jersey City this morning. Bill, good morning. You're on the fan.
0: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, so I think we're actually looking at two separate questions uh, because, A, you're talking about whether or not it's a sport, which I'm going to agree with you that I think because there's no physicality, it's not a sport. But you've also been talking a lot about whether or not it's a good idea that high schools are treating it as a varsity sport. And I'm going to go with saying that I think it is a good thing.
3: Please, tell me why, Bill.
0: So I think it's a good thing because when you deal with gaming like chess in a club sort of scenario, then you're going to be dealing with uh, basically all volunteer organization. Because with clubs, they're not going to be allocating a lot of funding to them at the high school level. However, with sports you're going to get more money from the budget into it because it's going to get the sort of sports category funding. And I I think that that's good because these kids are going to play the games anyway. They're going to go home and play them competitively on the internet without any social interaction, face-to-face at all. And when you're talking about what things we as a society value about sports, one, the physical aspect, which you're not going to get in this, but also the team organization, the face to face sort of learning how to work together and play off each other in certain ways um, that are advantageous to achieving a common goal you're going to get that in a group setting that's face to face when they're playing at you know at school in uh in a team environment that is treated as a sport and so I think they're going to oh. get a lot of those values without even you know without they w- without the way they would do it in uh at home on the
3: internet. So, Bill, let me see if I can break this down. One, you're suggesting that once the gaming is considered a varsity sport, that now comes under the auspices of the high school athletic budget, and they're going to, whatever costs there are, either for, uh, I don't know, the computer screens or getting online, whatever it may be, that's going to be paid for by the school budget. Um, and in, in addition, you're also suggesting that the, the takeaway from these kids uh, going through these gaming uh, competitions is they're going to learn more inherently about leadership skills and how to be handle stress and, and and all these good things that we hope that kids learn from the so-called traditional varsity sports like adversity and team play and so on and so forth. Is that is my am I hearing you correctly? Yes, you are. Okay, I I I, I got to tell you, uh, and again, I understand and I appreciate that the fact that we have at least eight states in the country and there's more on the way who are saying, yeah, we buy into this. I just think that from my perspective, there's so many concerns here about, about, the, uh, about video gaming and the downside of all this. I, I, just, I just don't know if I'm ready to take that leap of faith and say, yes, you can use some of my, my tax dollars in the school budget to take care of these kids. Um, as you say, they're going to do it on their own anyhow. They're not, they don't care if, if the school doesn't adopt it because they'll do it at home for fun anyhow. Uh, I just think that's a bit, a bit of a leap at this point, and I'd like to know more about what kind of restrictions or other concerns or, 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 or guidelines will be put in place by high schools to do this. Hey, Bill, thanks for the call. Let me move on because uh, I'm up against the clock here. Let's go to Mike up in Monroe, who's waiting patiently. Mike, good morning. You're on the fan.
1: Hey, good morning, Rick. Yeah. Um, uh, usual uh, routine for me, listening to your show on a Sunday morning.
3: Wonderful. Thank you.
1: Know, you. I was laughing before. Um, you know, I'm old school. My kids are in their 20s. Nephews played sports. The old expression is, if you don't work up a sweat, then it's not a sport. Correct. Um, and I don't get it, Rick, like you saying, You're going to make it a varsity sport? One caller said they were referees at gamers? Really? <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Um, a lot of states are jumping on this bandwagon, and uh, kids that you know, may not have hand-eye coordination to play sports. It's an addictive thing. I was reading something. Uh, some of these kids are on there for six, seven hours a day. Yes, and it's, it is. Uh, it, it's not a healthy, psychological, uh, uh, you know, all-around uh, uh, thing that kids should do, physical activity. If you don't work up a sweat, it's not a sport, you know?
3: Um, Mike, the question really, is this. I mean, look, taking yeah. this down a few years down the path, I mean, as a, yeah. as a sports parent, Yep. And forgive me for asking this question, but if your kid is one of the top video gamers in his or her high school as a sports parent, do you take great pride in that? Do you feel that that's something that, gee whiz, uh, this kid's worked hard and has accomplished this? Is that something really noteworthy to put on their college application or to, you know, to point to a pride?
1: That's a good question, Rick. I I would say I feel proud uh, if my child went in that direction. But again, from my point of view, too many kids in the country. Are consumed with the video. Yeah. I, I, you know, I support my child if that was the case, but I think it's, uh, it's sort of, uh, you know, uh, the, the realm of, um, you know, not physical activity, and it's no good overall. Uh, uh,
3: Mike, I, I got to tell you, I, I feel the same way. And Mike is always, thank right. you for the call. You know, the thing That's is, right. you know, that okay, so you can say, well, my kid is the is the best video gamer in, in the in in the high school in the school district, and who knows? And I know people are going to say, well, that's going to lead to real, uh, perhaps a career for him or her because they can make real money as a video gamer. That's how it seems to be working out these days. But again, at what cost? At, at, at The fact that, they're, as Mike just said, they spend six, seven hours a day in front of a computer screen. Is that good for their physical health or mental health? Is it good for them socially? Is it, is it, is it, is it really the idea of sport, or can we cloak it as a sport, when in fact, we know they should be outside getting some fresh air and running around and doing things that involve traditional sports. That's my question. All right, let me take a pause. I'll be back. Radio.com. Radio, radio. Radio. Radio.com. Well, I started this conversation this morning being very, very uh, blunt about this. I don't believe that uh, video games, e games, are to be considered a traditional high school varsity sport. That's just my own personal opinion. As I said over and over again, a lot of states are feel just the opposite, and they have embraced uh, e-gaming, video gaming as a varsity sport, and I'm sure there are more states on the way. Uh, I, I just don't, I, again, I go back to the original definition of sport, which is, involves physical exertion, and we don't see that so much in, in traditional e-games. And the other thing, too, with e-games, you know, unlike other regular traditional sports. Anybody can just sit down in front of a TV set or a monitor and just start play, playing with a, a mo- with a, uh, with a, a console and, and compete. It doesn't take a lot of skill to do that. I've always thought sport involves real learning and mastering of skills to improve one's game so that they can compete. I'm not sure that's the same thing when it comes to video games. Okay, this is a topic obviously we'll come back to down the road. A lot of issues to be resolved on this. Anyway, that's going to do it for me in this edition of the Sports Edge. My thanks this morning to Connor Green. Please stick around for Ed Randall. He is in the on-deck circle. I'll see you next Sunday right here on the Sports Edge.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai.